A new year, time for new growth. Grow your education and skills with Herzing University. Our online behavioral health programs fit your schedule and time. From an eight-month diploma program in health and human services to a 36-month bachelor's in psychology. Grow your behavioral health career with us wherever you are in your education. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Visit us online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host. John Chapman. What is going on, Faithful? There are so many things to be thankful for today. One, Texas won today, hashtag hook them. And also the United States played very, very well um, against England. I know a finish in a nil-nil tie or draw, but um, I felt like it was a good game. Uh, Definitely exceeded expectations. I love it, but that's not why we're here. We are here for our flagship program of the week. Our scouting report, preview, bets of the week, predictions, all those different things. 49ers versus Saints. I love it. Love seeing all the hashtag CCs. My countdown crew people, I love it. Get that in the chat. I love it. I love it. Um, Now, um, here's what we got. And shout out to Coach Cruz who helps put this together every week. He's a killer, man. He's just the best there is. The 49ers versus the Saints has been historic. On so many levels, um, because if you look at one, we used to be in the same division. A lot of new fans don't know that we, we used to play each other all the time, um, but we don't anymore. What's up, Joe? Appreciate the kind words. These are not those saints. They're just not. Um, Drew Brees is not there. Sean Payton, he, he's gone. He, he's, you know, whatever. <laughs> he's whatever. I, I don't really want to touch that one. And I feel like there is a shell of who the Saints have been for the past probably 15 years, uh, probably since Katrina. I'd say that's when the identity was established uh, with Drew Brees. They got that Super Bowl win, which was awesome. It's a different team. And even if you look at just the 49ers versus Saints historically, or at least recently, there's been some very, very key matchups. Huge ones, right? Pick at the stick. Um, you know, the fourth and two Kittle play, all those things. Not the same teams. Neither of these are the same teams. And so as we go through this, I mean, this team is led by Andy freaking Dalton, the red rifle himself, right? Like he's three and five this year. Their old line's not great. Uh, now, if you just look at Andy Dalton's, you know, past touchdowns, interceptions, 14 to seven. So 14 touchdowns, seven interceptions, but he got three fumbles and he's either good and efficient or he's really, really bad, um, which usually for a veteran like Andy Dalton, it's, you usually stay with them because they're like calm, chill, they're poised, all those things. You have not seen that this year at all. And a lot of that goes back to the offensive line of the Saints, which just has not played well. Now, uh, on the flip side, 40 hours coming off a very short, high energy, high emotional week with that game in Mexico, which was freaking awesome. Um, definitely one of the top sporting experiences of my entire life. Um, and I hopefully everybody else that went felt the same way, but it is a short week. You know, you played Monday night and you got to travel internationally. That wears you out too. Um, and now you get to host a game at home. Uh, so can the 49ers continue to climb that ladder in the NFC playoff picture? Because, you know, you have the Cowboys who are ahead of you. If the, if the playoffs were today, the 49ers would be the three seed in the NFC, okay? The three seed. The Cowboys, uh, they took care of business. They're behind you because they're not winning their division, right? Um, 
Now, if you look at the Saints, they're 13th out of 16. 13th out of 16. They're 4-7, and seven, but they're in probably one of the worst conferences in all of football, the NFC South. So the Tampa Bay Bucks are in first place there. They're 5-5. Five and five. So from that standpoint, they're really a game and a half out of first place of their own division. Um, even though if you're looking at, like, the chances of an NFC South team making the wild card, pretty slim. Extremely slim, I want to be honest with you, because of what the NFC East is doing. So it looks like you'll probably get two wild cards out of the NFC East. You'll get one wild card out of the NFC West. Um, I don't think there's going to be anything left for the NFC North or the NFC South because whenever they move to seven, right, there's three wild cards now. Seven teams get in for each side, one bye week if they're the number one overall seed. It's just it's an up uphill climb. So for the Saints, they got to win the division. It just seems that way. Unless they win out, but if they win out, probably win their division. That's more likely than getting that seventh playoff seed. Um, so that that's kind of where like these two narratives are. And Big Papa, shout out to Big Papa. What's up, man? He says, I believe this is where our culture takes over. It's very, very different. The culture right now in New Orleans is not a stable one. Yes, they did just beat the Rams. And, and let's 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 take a step back. Let's go through exactly what the Saints have accomplished. Now, and again, if you haven't joined us with one of these before, uh, we dive into everything. So we're gonna go. We're gonna dive in completely to the Saints' offense, completely to the Saints' defense. We'll do some bets. We'll do some predictions. We'll save all that stuff. Um, but if we just look at what the Saints have accomplished on the scoreboard through these eleven games that they have played. Okay, they started out, they beat the Falcons by one, lost to the Bucks by 10, lost to the Panthers by eight, probably one of the worst losses, and that's a division loss. Um, lost to the Vikings by three, beat Seattle by seven. By far their best kind of resume builder as a team this year, beat the Seahawks by seven. Lost to the Bengals by four, not a bad loss. Lost to the Cardinals by eight, that's that's embarrassing. Beat the Raiders by 24, thank you, Saints. Um Lost the Ravens by 14, lost the Steelers by 10, and then just last week beat the Rams by 7. Now, if you look at a combined record, okay, what are their quality wins? The teams they beat, their combined record, 17 and 24. Not great. One quality win against a winning team, that's the Seattle um, Seahawks. That was it. They beat them by 7, and that was, you know, first half of the season, so it's been a while. It's been, what, one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, it almost been six weeks since that's taken place. Now, if we just look from a scoring standpoint, and we'll dive into each one of these independently, the Saints are 27th in points allowed. They're given, they're allowing 24.3 points per game. Now, we have dialogue. We, we've talked about this a lot this week, that the 49ers just score 20 points a game, they would be 8-2. and two. They would have lost two games this year. So if you look at that from the Saints' standpoint, they're allowing every single team they play to average over 24 points a game, not looking great. Now, if you look at points scored, they're 10th. Uh, despite having Andy Dalton back there, their offense has put up pretty consistent numbers. They're 10th in points scored, 22 points per game, um, which is it's decent. It's decent. It keeps you in a lot of games. And they've got star power. You know, I mean, if you look up and down in the names, I mean, Alvin Kamara is one of the most recognizable names and faces and jerseys in the NFL. He's great. Chris Olave, probably rookie of the year, offensive rookie of the year. Um, I, I would give it to him over anybody else just because he's been so consistent. Um, so they've got, they've got things there that make you want to say, like, all right, because here's the question that I get the most. Is this a trap game? Is this a trap game? Is this a trap game? Well, listen to Kyle Shanahan talk about it. always do. Um, I think what helps is the tape. I mean, New Orleans is a very good team. I don't have to make that up. Um, you just got to turn the tape on and watch it. And um, But I do think always come, you know, I mean, it, it was a lot of energy last week. You got to be aware of that. I mean, it is usually traveling. It was, I mean, just getting back as late as we did. Uh, you always got to throw in, which we do every year, the deal with Thanksgiving, which doesn't change up much. But a lot of those guys have family members at home who are on their vacation. And so I got to remind some of these young guys that it's their vacation. This is your job. So don't feel guilty when you don't hang out with your uncle late at night. Um, you can hang out with him on Sunday night. He's just chilling, doesn't have stuff to do. But you don't come to his job and 
yell at him to come home early and hang out with you. Uh, so sometimes you got to explain that stuff to young guys, which I've, I've seen um, affect some people. So you bring that stuff up, all this stuff this week, and I think we got a mature group. Um, they understand the deal, um, but we, we are working to get our bodies back. And, and so I, I don't know. I think there's there's a lot there about this idea of a quote-unquote trap game, right? The 49ers' toughest three-game stretch is right around the corner after this game. Um, with Miami, which we're going to be at, which is going to be fun. Um, then you've got the Bucks, who are in first place, Tom Brady, you know, all that kind of stuff. And then you've got the Seattle Seahawks on Thursday night, which will be there as well for that one. Um, and Nick, man, shout out to my good friend, Nick. Uh, always good to see you in the chat, brother. Um, absolutely, Johnny said, Saints have some good players, but Andy Dalton should beat this team. Um, not the way that they've been playing, especially second half of games when we're at home. And Tommy, shout out to my man, Tommy. The Saints are one and three on the road. Playing in the Superdome is a gigantic advantage. So whenever you leave the comfort of the South, um, indoors, all those things, it changes. It changes. It, it really, really does. Oh, what's up? We got Eggy. He says, university exams next week here in the Netherlands. Um, but who needs to study if you got Professor Chapman teaching some facts? What's up, man? I'll take that. Um, I doubt I could help you on your exam, though. So <laughs> if you want to put down uh, the Saints have a one and three road record and get credit for it, uh, that goes to Mr. Tommy uh, himself, which I like. Um, now, let's look at a snap-by-snap -snap analysis of both these teams. Uh, Pro Football Focus does a great job as far as what the positives and negatives on a per snap basis. Okay, the Saints overall as a team, they rank 18th out of 32. 49ers, fourth. Offense, Saints overall, 14th out of 32. 49ers, 10th. Defense, Saints, 23rd. 49ers, third. Special teams, the only statistical advantage for the Saints, 14th. 49ers, 29th. Back-to-back -back weeks, baby. We have moved up one spot. <laughs> we were 32nd, then we were 31st. Now we're 29th. Sky's the limit. Who knows? By the end of the year, we might be 26th. Whew. Uh, I'm being facetious, sadly. Um, it hurts. Uh, it hurts. It hurts. And, you know, whenever you look at the Saints, again, I grew up uh, – Dallas-Fort Worth predominantly most of my life. I'm with you, Anthony. Anthony says, you know, I live in South Mississippi and from Louisiana. Everybody in my family are Saints fans. Yeah, that was huge. Um, it was the Cowboys predominantly everywhere. After Katrina, um, a lot of families had to move because they lost everything, which was heartbreaking. The Saints were by far the number two um, most active fan base in the Dallas-Fort Worth metropolitan area. Their fans are for real. Um, yeah, I respect their fan base, uh, big time, big time, big time. So, um, I, I think that's important and yeah, it, th this game means a lot to a lot of Niners fans. As I said, we used to play them in division. There's a lot of animosity between these two fan bases. Now, maybe it's been stifled the past 15 years, but there's a lot there and their new head coach, Dennis Allen, let's be real. Used to coach the Raiders. Uh, there's no love lost here. Uh, do not like Dennis Allen. Don't like him. Uh, has he been good? No, he's 12 and 35. This is his second time as a head coach, right? With the Raiders, he went four and 12, and then they fired him after going 0 and 4 in his second year. Um, and, and so, like, I don't know. I'm not a Dennis Allen guy. I think that he does call fun blitzes whenever I was watching the film on them. It's just fire zone. They never really bring more than four people. We'll detail that, but it's creative the way that they bring four people. Um, I think that's kind of interesting. Now, uh, let's talk injuries, okay, right off the bat. And before we do so, let's go back to Kyle. Because this is such a weird week, um, he kind of detailed what the plan was, um, how they wanted to handle everything. We'll talk about some Armstead. We'll go through our entries. We'll go through theirs. But this is Kyle's plan for this weird short week uh, during Thanksgiving it's just international Monday game. It's just weird. Only, um, and we've already dialed it back by pushing them, push, pushing this day way back. I and mean, we got in at like six fifteen on on Monday, on Tuesday. Sorry. Um, so we gave the players the whole day off. We had to get it going with the game plan. We've got a few extra hours this morning moving this stuff back. Um, so we're starting a lot later, and uh, we'll just walk through today and um, got to mix in Thanksgiving a little bit on Thursday. Um, so we'll dial some things back for that also. Yeah, I, I think that's that's what's important. 
And so, like, you've got to take care of all of your people, right? All that kind of different stuff. And you've got to make sure your people are good. So, a couple things. Debo practiced today. He's going to be fine. Uh, I know there was the thing about the hamstring. I'm telling you right now, Debo is not even I, – I don't think Debo's going to be on the injury report. I think he's going to be fine. I think they kind of gave him a rest day, might have tweaked something, just whatever. Like, I think he's just fine. I'm not too worried about him. Also, Eric Armstead, we got positive and negative news. I was I targeted this week as the week for Armstead to come back. They came out and they said Armstead's not playing. Okay, Armstead's out this week, but he did return to practice today. He did return to practice today. So it does seem like they're holding him for that Miami game, um, giving him one more week, no need to rush it. And it's funny because with every single win, it makes it that less imperative to rush anybody back, which the 49ers have done several times under this coaching regime. So these wins kind of insulate you and say, you know what, Armstead, I know that you probably could go, we're going to pump the brakes on a little bit, okay? We're going to keep keep it light. We're going to keep it light. Uh, Samson, he's questionable. Uh, and, you know, a little bit, I don't want to get off on this tangent. I don't want this to hijack the conversation or the show today. But Trey Lance, you know, put out a little bit of a workout video of him doing um, some plyometric deals on, you know, bilaterally on both feet, which was really, really nice. Seems to be walking around fine without crutches. Great news. That's not the focus of this show. However. I do want to put that out there as a positive for the 49ers future. We'll have all offseason to debate all kinds of different stuff between quarterback, position, whatever. But Trey being healthy and progressing on schedule or perhaps ahead of schedule is great news. Um, it's great news. Now, let's talk about the other side of the ball. Um, injuries, I, I feel like they're always huge on our side, but they're big on their side too. Tommy says the Saints are getting back some key defensive players back. Yes, they are. Um, their cornerback, Bradley Roby, just got designated to return from uh, IR on Wednesday. Not sure if he'll play, um, but some players got ruled out. So it's, it's not like these are the players that have been ruled out, according to Matt Mayoko. Um, JT Gray, uh, the safety is out with the hamstring. Peyton Turner, their first-round pick from last year, defensive end, he's out. Linebacker Pete Werner um, with an ankle. He's basically their Drake Greenlaw, hell of a player. Questionable. Defensive end Marcus Davenport. Defensive end Cameron Jordan with an eye. I'm pretty sure he's going to play, uh, but they, like, fractured his eye socket or some craziness. Um Mark uh, Marshawn Lattimore, their cornerback, he's got an abdomen strain. I think he's going to play guard. Andrews, Pete, triceps. I think he's going to play and Mark Ingram knee. I, all those are questionable. I consider almost all of them are going to play. That that's just the way I would handle it. Um, that's just the way I see it. And so, like, we'll, we'll have to see how it goes. But it, the injuries are interesting um, because both sides are banged up. And I'll say this. The 49ers are a healthier team. The 49ers are a healthier team than the Saints. That's crazy to say. And if you look at kind of all the different, you know, injuries that they got on IR, uh, you know, Michael Thomas, okay, uh, Deontay Hardy, another wide receiver, Chase Hinson, Trevor Penning, their first-round pick this year, Eric McCoy, their starting center. Like, they've got a lot of guys out, a lot of guys out. So I, I really do think that, the 49ers have the advantage. Won their home, and I think they're way more healthy. I think they're way more healthy, which, ugh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's weird. It's weird territory. We're not used to this. When was the last time the 49ers were healthier than anybody? And I think we've had consecutive weeks where the 49ers are the healthier team. And if you look at just last year, you, you talk about, uh, Super Bowl for the Rams and all that stuff. The Rams went on a five-year stretch of being one of the most healthy teams in the NFL year in and year out, and it paid off for them. They finally get hit with the injury bug, and look what happens. Bottom drops out. 49ers have been struggling. You can go back to 2019, the injuries that we had. It, it, ooh, yikes. It was bad then. 2020 was the worst ever. This year hasn't started off well, but we're starting to get a lot of key players back. Um and yeah, I'm with you, Philip. He says, I do appreciate checking in on Lance uh, every once in a while. Yes, um, I like that. I like that. Now, let's step back. Uh, we got to look back before we move forward. The history of this series, we played a lot. 
49ers have completely dominated this series back in the past. Uh, 49ers have 49 wins. I like that. 27 losses and two ties. However, since the divisions were realigned, um, the 49ers have lost 8 out of 12 matchups um, to the Saints, which I do not like. A lot of that's just Drew Brees. Whenever he was there, they were pretty damn great. Him and Sean Payton were a great tandem. Uh, the last matchup, 49ers lost big time in 2020. It was with the all-backup team. Saints won 27-13. Um, it was Drew Brees. He got injured. Then Winston went in. We had Nick Mullins, uh, who hit his two turnovers like he does every single game. Um, McKinnon was our leading rusher. Greenlaw had 11 tower. Listen to all the players that we had out that game. Jimmy Garoppolo, George Kittle, Debo, Mostert, Jeff Wilson Jr., Bosa, Jaquaski Tart. Like, we had so many players out. Uh, it was just a mess. That, that whole season was weird. But the previous game, the year before, 2019, that was the Kittle 4th to 2 play, where the winner basically got um, the number one, or the, the, what's it called? Yeah, the number one seed in the NFC uh, playoffs. And we won that, and we ran the house in the NFC and went on to the, uh, went on to the, uh, Super Bowl. Uh, JPC. Yeah. We talked about Armstead. He is practicing, but he is not playing this week. So they're eyeing the return for next week. First Miami. Uh, that's what they're going to see. Yeah. Debo. I don't think Debo's going to have any issues. He was running routes. He was at the front of the wide receiver, um, practice, uh, tape today. Shout out to Matt Mayoko for letting that out. Like, yeah, he looks Debo's just fine. There's no injury. There's not going to be an injury designation for him. So um, just put that out there. Now, the Saints, it was weird. You look at what the Saints did this offseason, it made no sense. One foot in, one foot out. They trade their future draft pick to jump up back into the first round to get Trevor Pinning. Uh, they drafted Chris Olave and Trevor Pinning. Uh, maybe I have those flipped, but whatever. They had two first-round picks. Olave nailed it, probably rookie of the year. But what they did do is they gave their future one to the Eagles. And so the Eagles are going to be picking probably top 10 uh, despite having the best record of football. And then they turn around and trade again to the Eagles. Their starting slot guy, Charlie Gardner Johnson, who's playing like a pro bowler for Philly for pennies on the dollar. Like, I just do not understand Loomis, Mickey Loomis and what he's doing. I don't get it. Um, I, I really, really don't. What's up, David? Glad you're here, man. And so, like, I don't know. They're just, it's just a weird spot to be in if you are the Saints. Are you playing for now? Because your roster doesn't seem to suggest so, and your quarterback situation sure as hell doesn't. I just don't get it. Um, now, it doesn't mean they're a bad team. Because as Kyle said, it, it I don't care who you're playing in the NFL. Your head coach is going to build up the opposing team because if not, you give them bullets and board material. They post it up. It gives them stuff to fight for, whatever else. Like, it's just, you say whatever. But this is Kyle Shanahan was asked about the Saints. What comes to mind for the Saints? Here's what the head coach had to say. Starting with their defense, I mean, they look like a Dennis Allen team. I mean, there's they've been, to me, one of the best defenses in the league here over the last five or six years. Um, I don't think their numbers are quite there as they usually are, but I think a lot of that has to do with they've been missing about seven starters a number of these games. Um, but there is tough and physical and as sound as anyone we've played this year um, offensively. I mean, starting with Kamara. Um, Taysom Hill, I mean, those two guys right there account for, I think, like half their explosives, half their touchdowns. Andy Dalton's a guy I have a lot of respect for. Um, they've lost some close games. They've had some very unfortunate injuries. Um, but I think we got our work cut out for us without a doubt. Uh, it, it's a lot. And, you know, I like what he said. And I want to start, too, kind of like how he did. Because if you want to know who the Saints are, you have to start on the defensive side of the ball. That's who they are. That's where their draft capital has been invested. That's where their star power is. That is their identity, okay? Which, uh, that's fine because it doesn't match up well. The NFL is a matchup league. It does not match up well with what the 49ers are hoping to accomplish. Every single team in the NFL builds their roster to win their division. They don't build their roster to beat the 49ers unless they're in the 49ers division. And most of those teams, it hasn't worked out very well either. But let, let's go through the good and the bad. Remember, there's 32 teams in the NFL, so all these ranks are out of 32, correct? Um, red zone percentage, and I think this is probably where the Saints hang their hat. They are fifth in the NFL in red zone uh, percentage, meaning 
31 teams have got inside the 20, and they've only come away with 15 touchdowns. So that is fifth best, top five. That's kind of where they're at. Now, the 49ers have struggled with that, not the last couple weeks, but throughout the season they have, and that's going to be their key. So um, if, if you just look at what the game plan is for the Saints defensively, when the 49ers get into the red zone, make them settle for field goals. Phillip, want to say thank you for the super chat. He says, thumbs up, y'all. I love it, man. Always great to see Phil in the chat. He is awesome. I'm getting phone call from random people. I do not want more car warranty. Uh, leave me alone. All right. Now, Saints defense, uh, 19th in rushing touchdowns allowed, below average. They've only forced seven turnovers as a defense, which is very, very bad. They forced zero turnovers on defense three consecutive games. You're going to beat the 49ers. There's a few ways to do it. Number one, you got to force turnovers. You just have to. We're too explosive. Um, and if you look at the team completely, the Saints, offense, defense, mix, they're negative 12 in the turnover category through 11 games. They are basically spotting every single team one turnover every single game. That's why the record's what it is. Yards-wise and all this stuff, like they're, they're all right. They're fine. But when turnovers change everything. Um, and that's kind of been the issue. That's been the issue with this team. Look offensively, just real quick, just to put this into perspective, 14 fumbles lost by the Saints offense, 12 interceptions. Wait, that, that's a season's worth. <laughs> they are giving the ball away. That's going to happen whenever you pay Jameis Winston money. Um, and then you bring in Andy Dalton, and he started turning the ball over a lot too. Eighth in pass yards, 12th in yards allowed, eighth in yards per pass, 12th in third down percentage, all top average, right, above 16. So all that's good. However, we saw this last week versus the Arizona Cardinals. How are the 49ers built? Yards after the catch, running game. Well, the Saints defense is 23rd out of 32 teams in yards per rush allowed, 4.6. You mean to tell me the 49ers are going to get five yards per rush? You lose that game. The Saints lose that game if they don't fix that. 15th in defensive DVOA, they are average, and they're 12th in first downs allowed. Um, again, things that stood out to me, good that the Saints do well. Red zone percentage, they're very, very good at that. And yards, okay? They don't give up a lot of yards through the air. Things they're really bad at. Stopping the run and no turnovers. That is the 49ers' entire MO. <laughs> Modus operandi. Run the ball, don't turn the ball over, right? Um, so, again, I, I I say it all the time. NFL's a matchup league. And the way they're built and the way the 49ers are built it's not, it's not, it's not where it should be. It, it, there's, it's not looking fair, um, which I don't care about fairness. It's funny. My kids, I would rather my kids drop like the F bomb or like cuss or whatever else than to say that's not fair. I cannot handle that. I'll lose my mind. My kid says that's not fair. And I always tell them the same thing. Of course that life ain't fair. Look at me. Then look at you. I'm beautiful. You are not. Uh, so move on with it, man. Uh, so sorry, I should have said that. What's up, Shot J? He says, like, subscribe, Patreon. Um, I love it. Uh, <laughs> he's rock climbing. Dude, be safe out there, man. I know you're a giant beast. Uh, take care of yourself, man. I love it. I love it. Um, Big Pop, I want to get back to this question about tasting the hill. So I'm just going to star that. We'll come back to that, okay? Because I want to talk about that when we're on the offense. Um, now, if we look at the defensive strengths personnel-wise, I have to say Cameron Jordan, who's questionable with an eye issue, my he's my favorite defensive player that's not a 49er or hasn't been. I love DeForest Buckner, but I love Cameron Jordan. I think that he is still, even though he's 33, he's long in the tooth, great beard, all that stuff, whatever. He's one of the best two-way players at defensive linemen, meaning versus the run, versus the pass. He's just so damn good. Um, I think borderline Hall of Fame player. He never got the accolades that he needed, but just been so freaking consistent. He is awesome. Uh, Curtis Granderson, opposite him, even though he's been rotating in and out with Davenport and Peyton Turner, he's done really well. Rated 19th out of 116 players uh, by Pro Football Focus. And linebacker. We're going to get a clinic, guys. Obviously, the 49ers linebackers are the best in the business, but if you're talking about best linebackers in the NFL, and somebody does not bring up Demario Davis, they don't know what the hell they're talking about, or they just don't watch enough football. Did you know that you can now win up to 100 
times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks. You can turn $10 into 1000 with basketball, hockey, college basketball entries today on prize picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. And here's what's great. It, it, you can get action on sports on more than 30 different states across the country, including California, Texas, and Georgia. On top of that, you got playoff basketball actions on the horizon, and this is the best place to take advantage of all of basketball's postseason actions. Some of these player props. Nikolai Jokic for over 10 rebounds. Anthony Davis more than two blocks. Lillard, four three-pointers made. You get to pick exactly how you want to use your bets. So download the app today. Use code 49ers49ERS for a deposit match up to 100 Again, that's promo code 49ers for a first deposit matchup up to $100 over on prize picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Mario Davis is incredible from run support to in the passing game to blitzing the quarterback. He does it all. He's currently ranked fifth out of 82 linebackers on pro football focus. He's just really good. He leads the team in sacks with six and a half. He is everywhere. He's the heart and soul of that defense Demario Davis. Whenever they're out there, I'm watching one of two players, Demario Davis and Cameron Jordan. That's what I want to see because we get spoiled and, Again, watching, you know, Greenlaw, Z's, and Warner, we're spoiled. We're spoiled. To judge, you know, how great I, I call Fred linebacker one because I think he's the best in the NFL. It's nice to go up against teams like the Saints with Demario Davis to see. It's a measuring scale, right? Where's Fred? Where is Fred? Where's Demario? And trust me, it matters to them. This is a game they both had circled. Because they both consider themselves the best, and probably rightfully so. I'm not going to tell anybody who's right or wrong. They're that damn good. So keep an eye on Demario Davis because he's a hell of a player. Uh, Tyron Matthew, he, he is explosive for both teams. He has mistakes every single game, but then he makes you know several different explosive plays that most safeties don't make. So kind of fit that into whatever it is. Their secondary has been really, really bad. Uh, Marshawn Lattimore, if he's coming back, Bradley Roby, if he's coming back, that helps a lot. Their safeties are rough, which doesn't even make sense because you traded away. Ugh, Marcus May has been all right, but like you traded away Charlie, Gonser, Charlie Gardner Johnson. You also lost Marcus Williams, who I thought was better than Marcus May, but whatever. Uh, like, I, I just don't know what the hell they're doing. Uh, <laughs> uh, blitzes, they don't blitz. Listen to their number of blitzes. First, the Rams last week, five blitzes. Pittsburgh the week before, five blitzes. Baltimore the week before that, six blitzes. They're consistent. They do not blitz often. They fire zone a lot, which means you'll bring a linebacker like Demario Davis, who leads the team in sacks, and then you'll drop a D-end or a D-tackle or whatever. So you're still just bringing four. It's just you don't know which four are coming. And so their whole identity is we're going to confuse your linemen, try to mess up your numbers, get this, get the statistical advantage by dropping seven, bringing four, hoping you make a mistake. That's their whole idea. Um, they want to confuse the quarterback. Now, luckily for us, Jimmy G's been really, really good. He's He's been able to spot his hot route reads. Um, he's been able to get the ball out quick, and he's even manipulated the pocket a few times to extend plays. Uh, look at that Kittle touchdown in Mexico. That was just freaking fire. Um, so I, I don't know. I feel very confident about the 49ers going against the Saints. 
uh, defense? I really, really do. I, I don't. It's hard for me to find. Okay, so whenever I do this, I always try to find these little areas or matchups where I can say, okay, this is where things could go bad, right? If I uh, the question or that I always use is, if I could come back in my DeLorean, my time machine, and say the 49ers lose this game, why did the 49ers win this game? Well, if I look at it defensively, Saints defensively, like what do they got to do? They got to force turnovers. They're the worst in the NFL at it. They've got to blitz. They never blitz. It's just difficult to find the area in which they're going to succeed against this offense. What I would say is Cameron Jordan's got to play and dominate Mike McGlinchey. That's not really Cameron Jordan's style. Um, like you got guys like TJ Watt that just like bulldoze and disrupt and cause problems. That's not really Cameron Jordan's thing. He is a solid run stopper that always follows his assignment at all times. And whenever it's an obvious pass, he can he can get back there. But it's not, it's just a different style. Um, so I don't know. Uh, they gotta stop the run. I don't know how with their personnel. I don't know how with their scheme. I'm a little worried about them. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little worried about them. Now, the crowd. I want to talk about this. And, you know, I don't think I played this last time, but I've got to give a shout-out and talk about this 40 hours rush road trip. And I love the word when Kyle was asked about Mexico. I'm keeping this clip forever uh, because, I don't know, I kind of take it personal. Uh, I know that I'm not responsible in any way, shape, or form, but I feel it. And I think you should feel this, too. When Kyle was asked about what it was like playing in Mexico. That after the game and when we entered the stadium, it felt like a Super Bowl because um, we got in there late at night. Everything was roped off, and but the lobby was packed, and there was everyone going um, and yelling. And I could tell we got in pretty late. The game was the next day, and right when we did, I could feel our players were into it. And we had our team meeting right after, and that kind of started it off, and it only got better until we left. So that was real cool. It was it was electric. And you know, as somebody I think we've done seven games so far, if you count the draft eight road trips so far. Um, we're not doing this week against the Saints, but we are doing the following week against Miami. Um, and again, we're not only doing it by ourselves the night before party, we're gonna have the legend John Taylor and Eric Wright. We are gonna be out at the Mission Peak Sportsplex. Um out in Fremont, California. And so, again, head to 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. Get to meet the legends. We're going to have a great time. It's going to be a blast. And then we're going to be tailgating in the blue lot um, the day of the game. Again, those all you can eat, all you can drink, tacos, beers, White Claws, whatever it is you want. We got you. We're going to be partying together. Uh, I saw Sin in the chat. She said she's coming out, which makes me so happy. She's one of my favorite people ever. Um but yeah, come party with us. We still got tickets available. 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. We also have tickets up for Seattle, um, where we are going to be partying right across the street the day of the game and just walk to the stadium and freaking dominate this division, go 5-0 and in the NFC West. And we're also doing the Raiders game, where we're going to do a day party the day before. We're not competing with the... Uh, you know, the New Year's Eve night crowd. But we're going to do a day party um, at kind of a brewery-type spot, which is going to be fun during the day. Then you go do your festivities, and then we're going to do a tailgate um, right by the stadium so that you can party with us, walk to the stadium, watch the 49ers beat the Raiders. It's going to be freaking awesome. So excited. So 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. It's been a crazy year. With Mexico behind us, I kind of feel like, all right, um, we kind of made it. You know what I mean? Like, that was such a big challenge logistically, but we got to take it care of. And I feel very, very confident with what we were able to provide. Um, hopefully people had a good time with that. All right, here we go. Let, let's get down to the Saints offense. Okay, um, here we go. 31st out of 32 teams and interceptions thrown. Oh, that's really bad. Um, which is nice because if you look at the 49ers, Last year in all of 2021, um, they had nine interceptions on the year. That's it. The whole entire year, which was very, very low. Guess how many interceptions they have now? Nine. <laughs> no, no, that was not my German. Um, we have nine interceptions. We've already met what we hit last year. The 49ers are, in fact, eighth in the NFL in interceptions. I love it. One of the bets I wanted to do was that Andy Dalton throws at least one interception, but the payout on it is just so low. Um, 
I think you like for every five you bet, you get back like 250. And I was like, man, I want to bet it, but the payout just wasn't worth it. Uh, juice not worth the squeeze, as they say in the South. Um, anyway, I'm sorry. I won't do that to you guys anymore. Now, on top of the interceptions, which they're second to worst in the NFL in, they've got six fumbles lost by the quarterbacks. They turn the ball over. They do not protect it at all. However, versus the Rams last week, one of the worst teams in the NFL, zero turnovers. So they protected the ball. They won by seven against a terrible team. And I think that's the clearest indication of this story of the Saints that I could come up with. They have to play a terrible team in the Rams. They have to protect the ball the entire time, and they can win by seven. These two teams are not the same. Now, any given Sunday always applies. I'm not trying to go, you know, whatever. Um, like, that. that is a reality that the Saints can beat the 49ers, 100%. I'm not saying that this is a lock or whatever else. That's not what I'm trying to approach this as. Again, my entire philosophy goes back to whenever I coached. And we had our scouting report sheets that we would hand to our scouts. And we'd say, go watch this team. Come back. We want to know all these things. Best players on offense. Best players on defense. What they're good at. What they're bad at. Where are they susceptible? All those things. So whenever I go through these, and again, shout out to Coach Cruz. I'm looking at it trying to find a way kind of self-scout the 49ers. How does this team beat the 49ers? And I struggle because, again, whenever I see that they are second to worst in the entire NFL with protecting the ball, what, what the hell? You turn the ball over against this 49ers defense, it's over. It's over. They will eat your lunch. You get behind two scores against this 49ers defense, it's over. With the pass rush and all those things, it – the strengths of the Saints team <laughs> do not match up well with the strengths of the 49ers team. Or better said, the weaknesses of the Saints team do not match up well uh, really with anything that the 49ers bring. Now, I will say this. They do throw the ball well. Fifth in touchdown passes, 19. None of them are deep, though. Um, 19th and third downs, below average. 11th in red zone. When they get in, they make it count. That's all Kamara. Kamara and Olave. Um, 10th in total yards. Uh, we've got fourth, uh, I'm sorry, seventh in passing yards, 15th in points, 15th in rush yards, 23rd offensive DVOA. Um, yeah, th it's just not good. Oh man, look at this 49ers, George 365, the executive producer of this show. And shout out to you and your wife, Barbara, amazing human beings. Um, thank you for the gift and your generosity as always, my friend. He says 49ers rush road trip. Mexico city was the best road game experience I ever had. Uh, thanks for putting all the hard work, making memorable experiences for uh, every man's 49ers fan. I love it, dude. It, it, and George won our trivia one of the nights. He got a George Kittle jersey, which was so cool. But, man, it was just so – it was an awesome time. Uh, I think we had 135, 140 people come with us game day on the buses and the party and all that stuff. It, it was cool, man. Um, and I feel bad. I'm so terrible at this. I have pictures. I have videos. I haven't loaded them. I got to get that taken care of. This week's been a little hectic with Thanksgiving. It's been really good. Uh, hopefully, everybody had a good Thanksgiving. Um, but, man, shout out to 49ers George. He, he's just the best there is, man. Uh, such a good dude. Uh, he is the absolute man. He's an educator. His wife's an educator. They're just good people. And it, the connections that they – it was cool watching everybody else meet and everybody else hang out. Uh, that was what was so cool about it. So uh, thank you so much, my friend. Really do appreciate that. Now, if we look at the Saints offense and the stars, right? What, what did Kyle Shanahan say about trap game? It's like, well, if you look at their team, you the film shows they're good. The names, the star power show they're good. Chris Olave is unbelievable. Um, he's the ninth highest rated pro football focused player uh, wide receiver. If you just look at him statistically, like he's having a damn good year. He's got 51 catches, 760 yards, and three touchdowns. He's got more yards than Brandon Ayuk does for us as a rookie. Now, Michael Thomas has been out. Jarvis Landry has been out. I get that. I get that. But Olave has been consistent. Um, he's been really, really good. So, uh, like, he is a baller. Andy Dalton, um, efficient. He, he's he's basically exactly what we saw in Colt McCoy. There's no difference. Slightly mobile. He's a little bit bigger bodied. Um, not as fast as Colt McCoy. Maybe a little bit stronger arm. But 
it's it's yeah, it's what it is. Past game solid, but they they haven't played anybody like us. You look back at their the teams that they have played against defensive line wise. Rams, no. Steelers are great defense, but they're not like ours. It's a completely different philosophy, whatever else. Like, it's just not there. Raiders, Cardinals, Bengals, Seahawks, Vikings, Panthers, Bucks. Yeah, Bucks were pretty good. Uh, and they only scored 10 points against them, right? Like, Bucks would be the closest thing to us, and they got 10 points. Like, it's it doesn't match up um, weaknesses. Their entire offensive line is really, really bad um, except for Ryan Ramchek. He's pretty great. And he's, you know, he, he's going to be all right. He's a stud, but we get to do whatever we want to do. And if you look at their scheme, it's a bunch of short passes. 50% of their pass attempts are nine yards or shorter. They throw the ball short. And that's not a Dalton thing. That was a Drew Brees thing. When Drew Brees was in the league, it was Jimmy Garoppolo and Drew Brees were dead last in air yards every single year. Literally, I think it was like four or five years in a row. It's it's a very similar passing structure concept-wise that Sean Payton implemented. I know Sean Payton's not there now, but it's a very similar offense. Dink and dunk. Get it to your playmakers. Um, <laughs> this was my favorite stat that I could find. It, it made me laugh. I chuckled. On balls that travel... 20 or more yards uh, down the field. So deep passes, right? Andy Dalton has completed six of 23. And I was like, all right, well, what the hell does that mean? I know those are low numbers. I know it's not good. So I was like, all right, let's put this into perspective. Let's, let's look up Jimmy G stats on the year and let's see what that is. So again, Andy Dalton was six for 23 on deep balls on the year. Anybody want to guess what Jimmy Garoppolo is uh, on deep balls for the year completed and attempted? Well, yeah, I'll take the guessing thing away. He's the exact same. Jimmy Garoppolo has completed six out of 23 deep balls, the exact same number as Andy Dalton. So what does that tell us? The deep ball isn't a concern. And if you were to ask me, okay, John Chapman, design whatever the hell you want to. How do you beat this 49ers defense? Here's what I want to tell you. You got to throw the ball deep and you've got to pass protect. You can't turn the ball over. Deep passing, pass protect, don't turn the ball over. That, that's it. Th those are your three recipes. Well, this is maybe the worst deep passing team in the NFL. So eh, <laughs> right there. Number two, don't turn the ball over. Eh, dead last right there. Or second to the last. Sorry about that. And three, you got to pass protect. Eh, they, they ain't got any of them. None of them. They don't have them. Now, I did see somebody say one of the things that they are good at is they are very good at pass protection. Anthony, uh, 49ers faithful. He nailed it. 15% of their offensive plays, the Saints offense, is pass uh, play action. And they are good at that. Um, even though they don't run the ball particularly well, even though Kamara's great, they want to get him the ball in space. That's what they want to do. Now, they also have this guy named Taysom Hill. They should use him uh, like wild, crazy people. In my opinion, if I was the head coach, Taysom Hill would be my starting quarterback right now. Out of these three options, Jameis Winston, God, no. I, I've been so far against Winston. You do not win games when you turn the ball over like crazy. Andy Dalton is the starter because he makes good decisions. He's a vet. He protects the ball. Well, yeah, that's what he's supposed to do, but he's not doing it. So that's why I'm moving off from him. I need explosives if I'm going to keep up with this 49ers offense. I am putting Taysom Hill out there like a crazy person. Um, I'm just going to roll the dice with this guy because at least I have a, a puncher's chance if he's out there. Now, do I think Taysom Hill's great? That's not what I'm trying to say at all. I'm saying if my if I got option number one, two, and three, and those are Winston, Dalton, Taysom, listen to Kyle Shanahan talk about Taysom Hill. And what do you think, Kyle? Who do you think Kyle Shanahan is the most scared different of? Different things with. I mean, there's things they're not going to do with Andy Dalton, and, and for the majority of it, it's a wildcat type quarterback, but um. You can't say that fully because if you treat it as a wildcat quarterback, then they have the adjustments to um, get some people open. But um, it starts with when he's in there stopping him with the run. I mean, he's explosive. He's strong. And I think they're the number one short yardage team in the league. Um, and pretty much because it starts with him. I, I'm just telling you what I would do, not because I think that would make them win the game, right? What's the Napoleonic War Code? Uh, I go back to this all the time. Never do what your enemy wants you to do. If I'm the 49er, if I'm D'Amico Ryans, every time I look up there and freaking redheaded Jesus is in the huddle, I'm smiling. 
that's I'm, I'm referencing Andy Dalton uh, from TCU. Uh, like every time I see that dude out there, I'm just like, all right, cool, we good, we good. All right, Taysom Hill's in. All right, let's figure it out. Let's 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 get this right. Let's get this right. Um, now, does that mean I think Taysom Hill's going to have a great game? No, but if you look at the teams that have had success against this 49ers offense, they're almost all mobile quarterbacks. It's very simple. It's very simple because you can be sound against a mobile quarterback and still lose. Yeah, I don't want to do this, but you make me do this, uh, brain, uh, my bucket head up here. There's a reason why the 49ers trade so much for Trey Lance because all the possibilities that he brings doesn't mean that Trey Lance is going to be a huge home run pick or whatever else. It's just mobile quarterbacks provide something that non-mobile quarterbacks do not. And that is when the play breaks down and the defense does their job, it's just a wild card. Uh, hashtag Charlie Day and it's always sunny. Wild card, baby. Uh, he says a different word, but I can't say that on him. All right. Um, so that's their offense. Some of their tendencies. They just want to get it to Kamara, Hill, and Alave. That's it. They got three playmakers. We got five. Limit their playmakers, and I think you're going to be okay. Now, Coach Cruz, uh, the interesting connections, which I love this segment of the show, um, just different players that have overlapped in their time with some of the 49ers. Um, Nick Bosa and Marshawn Lattimore, probably two of the better defensive players on both teams, both from Ohio State. They played together. Andrus Pete and Christian McCaffrey played together at Stanford going way back. Uh, Cesar Ruiz, Vincent Gray, and Ambry Thomas played at Michigan. Dylan Schoner and Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant. They were together at Iowa State Cyclones. Juwan Johnson, Calvin Throckmorton, and Diamador Lenore played together at Oregon. And Marcus Calloway, Shy Tuttle, awesome name, and Juwan Jennings were together at Tennessee. So I, I love all of these overlaps. Um as somebody from the South, which um, I don't know, man, I, I don't like the Saints. <laughs> and that's because I know a lot of people that love the Saints. That's just kind of who I am. I'm not a very nice person. A lot of people think I'm nice. I'm, not a, I'm nice to nice people. Um, mean people or bully people. I am not a nice person at all. Uh, if you follow me on Twitter, I think you're starting to understand that. But anyway, I, I do love people, but uh, don't start none, won't be none. Speaking of starting sub, man, last week we finally um, had not a positive week, even though it was close. I think we were down like 3% of our, our weekly bet. Um, we hit on a couple, but we missed on a couple. Um, this week I'm excited. We hit on our three-team um turkey teaser uh, so he's made some money if you're betting with us on patreon yesterday but i got some more bets for you guys right after this quick word from our sponsor with so many sports books to choose from you need a platform that makes it simple to bet and win like my bookie we've been using them for five plus years easy to get your money in easy to get your money out easy to find what you want to bet and they've got everything huge selection of odds props contests for all your sporting needs across all sports you can stream the games live and bet live while you watch. So you can turn game day into payday with my bookie. Sign up for free today. Use promo code 49ERS or just scan the QR code to my right here if you're watching on YouTube. Claim half a deposit match up to $1,000. So if you put in 1000 you get an additional $500 to bet with. That's promo code 49ERS to claim your deposit bonus and give yourself the competitive edge. When you play with my bookie, you're not just betting, you're joining the winning team. Again, as always, bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie and bet with us. On our Patreon account, we load our bets every single week, and we have been doing very, very well. So come bet with us, and let's go. My bookie, baby. Yeah, uh, sorry I missed this, Nick. He, he he called it. He's like, yeah, we went three for three in yesterday's games, which was really, really nice. Um, so uh, two of my bets of the week that I'll share on this show, I'll post all of the bets um, over on our Patreon channel, patreon.com slash 49ers podcast, or you can just Google um, 49ers and Patreon were the first one that showed up. Um, I got a two-team teaser with the 49ers. Um, so seven-point teaser. So that's the 49ers just have to win by a field goal or more. I don't like how much the spread is um it bothers me <laughs> I, I don't like betting with how just inconsistent it's nine and a half points and i think it's going to go up to double digits it's just too much uh the nfl is a parody league i don't like that um but you mean to tell me the 49ers just got to win by a field goal 
I'm cool with that. And I'm taking the Ravens, the Ravens, and I get points because it's seven and a half, seven points. So the Ravens can lose by a field goal. We're getting 3.5 points versus the Jags. Bet 10 to win seven. And probably my favorite bet of the week, the 49ers minus 2.5 in the third quarter. 49ers have dominated the third quarter since they got CMC. So uh, those are probably my two favorite bets. 49ers minus two and a half points in the third quarter. They just got to outscore them by a field goal. I'm pretty excited about that bet. Uh, so that's two that I'll share there. Now let's get to our predictions and keys to the game. Now, all right, back to where we started. The 49ers are currently third out of 16 teams in the NFC West in the playoff picture. Saints are 13th. Two and a half spots out of the final wild card. One and a half games out of first place in their division. It's now or never. Now, the good news for the Saints is they play the Bucs next week after us. And so we pay the Bucs here in two weeks. If they get, you know, if they get red hot and they win this game and next game, now they're in business. So for them, this is the Saints with their back against the wall. I fully expect them to come out red hot. I fully expect them to come out with a lot of energy. You know, we talked about the trap game and all that stuff. Here's what I'm going to tell you. 49ers just got to do your own damn job. You take care of you. You are the better team. You are better coached. You have a better roster. You have better fits for what your scheme on offense and defense, what you're trying to do. Limit your mistakes. Jimmy Garoppolo has gone three games in a row without an interception. First time in his entire career. Ever. First time ever. Can he go to four? Ugh. I doubt it. But if he does not throw an interception, the 49ers win by double digits easily, easily. Now, defensively, you got to rattle Andy Dalton. He gets put on tilt a lot. Um, whenever he gets upset and frustrated and panicked and rattled, man, those turnovers come in spades. They, they really, really do. Because what was that one where he threw like two pick sixes and like five pass attempts earlier this year? Like this game could get ugly early. Now, the good news is, again, here's what I think is going to happen. I think the, the, the Saints are going to come out. They're going to have some success early, as a lot of teams have against the 49ers. I saw somebody ask, like, why do we start so slow? I, I think a lot of it has to do with the 49ers' defensive philosophy is very simple. It's not a complex defense. But if you if you come in with energy, it's easy to keep it going early. But once you get a negative, the 49ers defense just piles on you, man. Wears you down. It's exhausting. So that's why teams have so much success against us early on. But once the 49ers get a feel for kind of what you're doing and what it is you're trying to do, D'Amico game plans really well. He's able to calm his players really well. And he's able to get them to be, do exactly what they're supposed to do. It just takes a little while. Three consecutive games with no points in the second quarter, second half. I expect more of the same. Um, and so it might be close. I don't think we'll be down at halftime, but I think it'll be a closer game in the first and second quarter. And I think the 49ers just eventually pull away. They're running the ball against a team that cannot stop the run. That's what it is. Now, Taysom Hill and Kamara, who's sick, those are wild cards. And if they get those explosive plays, then this game could come down to the fourth quarter. But I just can't see them beating us, throwing the ball deep, which is what you have to do to beat the 49ers consistently. So 49ers, you just run the ball. Just run the ball. Elijah Mitchell, CMC, Debo. Just stay with it. This game, despite being a short week, despite being a short week, I'm telling you right now, 49ers are going to handle business. And I got them covering the spread. I'm not betting the spread. I got the 49ers winning 27-13. to 13. 27 to 13. All right. I've got us on the under, but I don't want to bet the under because again, the 49ers could go off. I don't think that this is going to be a shootout. The only way that the Saints can win is if it's a 21 to 17 game. Uh, first one to 22 points. Uh, well, not even, I don't feel that way anymore. Used to, my, my thing was first one to 22 points with the 49ers defense. But now let's say at some point, the 49ers defense is going to have an off game. Now, I don't see this being it. But I think finally we're at the place where the 49ers offense could carry the team to victory despite giving up 24, 25, you know, 27 points. I think you can win those games now. We'll have to see how that goes when it plays out. I think we're going to see that later on in the season, but not against this Saints team. 
Um, absolutely not against this Saints team. But I hope you enjoyed today's show. It's a lot of fun. I know we went a little long. We're at about an hour now. Um, you've heard me talk long enough, but hopefully it's been fun. We're going to finish all of our Patreon breakdowns. We got two more with the short week coming up. Um, we'll get those out to you guys today and tomorrow, and uh, we will get those done. But I'm so pumped about this week because, again, it's just another check mark, holding serve, right, where you just keep one step ahead of the Seahawks, where they got to chase you because you're the man now. You're in first place, and you've earned it. And if you want to continue to be the man, you got to stop lesser talented teams from showing up against you. And I think that happens this week. I want to say thank you to everybody that helped with the show. Uh, shout out to Coach Cruz. He is incredible. 49ers George 365. Kilted Niner. You guys are the best. And until next time, stay strong, faithful. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.